0: Welcome back to Look Who's Talk in season four, episode 75. The NFL season's a week away, and I'm more fired up than a good bic lighter. Tom's gonna work in Tampa Bay, and if you don't think so, that's a you problem. Here we go. <deficiency> <speaker> Rock the microphone, Strays from the top of my dorm. Welcome back to Look Who's Talk in episode 75, Season 4. That was like eight years ago or something. Uh, thanks for listening wherever you are in the world. Thanks for tuning in to your favorite NFL podcast. Bonjour, ni hao, privet, hello, ciao. Hola. Hola. Bonnegum. Bonnegum, which is Sri Lankan. Yeah, you learn stuff on this show. And uh, it won't be too much about the bubble and a whole bunch of other stuff going on in the pandemic. Uh, I don't know why so many sports media guys are doing homework that you weren't assigned. Okay? Relax. The fans will be back one day, and it will be glorious. Okay, we don't need everyday bubble statistics on who, what, where, and it's. It's we, everybody's going through some shit. Okay, bring sports back. Tell us who's going to win. That's what we want. That's what our pockets want. That's what you guys want. Hopefully, and that's why you're. Look who's talkers. So thanks to everybody for sharing uh, and being so active on our social media accounts. You can follow us at uh, Hughes Talking on Instagram and uh, check us out on Facebook. He's talking. I'm here with the Richard Simmons of NFL Podcast Media, uh, the broad bra strap in his hair, wearing tai chi with a canoe paddle, doing uh, weird. Mike, how you doing, bud? I am
1: so happy to be back behind this microphone. Yep. with the crew. Of the mic's talking.
0: Not happy. <laughs> uh, Huck Media here at uh, Arthur Lee Studios. Is yeah, that right? That's right. Arthur Lee Studios, Lake Rosso, Muskoka Lakes, Ontario, Canada. Uh, big shout out to Huck Media. They've been uh, behind us since day one, week one. Especially Leslie up in the stats room. And uh, Huck Media's been doing some big things. So if you have any media uh, needs of any of all sorts, HuckMedia.com. You can't go wrong. Those people are good people.
1: You, and- you made quite the entrance here today, Huck, on a Boston Whaler with the flow hitting the sunshine at just the right angle over Rosso. Uh, very sad I wasn't. Uh,
0: filming it, I asked you to go back and do it again, and was denied. Yes. (laughs) The request. Yeah, (laughs) Hawk Media does two things that really fire him up. One, he watches the movie Remember the Titans, and he just pictures them all wearing blue jerseys. And two, he likes to drive boats very fast, and that's why he has hair, because it dances on the sides of his neck. He tells me that. Isn't that right, Hawk?
1: You're exactly right, Jeff. I'm going to... uh, Officially say that Arthur Lee Studios is my favorite studio. We were running them down. We've been to Centennial, Kipling, Wallace. Yeah. CBC Studios even. Yeah. Um, but the stretching session today on the dock oh, yeah, in the folks. sunshine was, uh, you know, I was
0: resurrecting some old weird Mike tactics. Yep. Uh, so Mike's been here for about 15 hours and, you know, he weighed out his... His, his welcome about 16 hours ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like, tell, tell them what you did this morning. Uh, the was, neighbors have called. I was really into it. Uh, <laughs> got
1: woken up a bit early, so I head down to the dock, took a dip, uh, and started doing like a Tai Chi meets fencing meets American gladiators with the oars that were laying on the uh, dock. And I was just really into it, full breath going, into the sun, which had my back to the rest of the lake. Right. And when I finally turned around for like the finale yep. of what I was doing, Are there you? was a family, your neighbors yep. on their pontoon, killed their engine just kind of cruising and yep. very American pie ish.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's Stu. What is Stu? He's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's like he's like Stu. he's like, "Jeff, there's a there's a dude making love <laughs> to a fucking canoe paddle on your dock or something." <laughs> He's grunting and stuff, letting out the occasional, ah! Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Classic. Arthur Lee, top
1: of the list. Canoe paddles cannot give consent. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope everybody's being safe. Thankful (laughs) to be here. Like you said, rate, review, this show, look who's talking, season four. I'll tell you, the over-unders on seasons was one and a half, folks. We're smashing the over here. And uh, everything else in... Everybody's life has changed, really, except the NFL. Bizarrely, nothing's really from the combine to the draft.
0: I just heard a telephone from 1970. <laughs> it's probably your boy Stu, <laughs> who's got Mike's got a cell phone ring that sounds like somebody's calling the principal in 1963. <laughs> Simpler times, folks. Don't is, is we can that, all go is back. That, is that Miss Bliss on the other end of the line? <laughs> That's a say by the Bell joke for all you say by the Bellers. Oh, yeah, they all got that one. All right, listen. Now, we're not, uh, not going to talk about the, you know, the bubble too much and, like, how the NFL is doing all that stuff because, we've, you know what? You got every other fucking show in the world that's giving you all the updates you need on stuff. Yeah, you know what? You don't really care about it. You got your own little bubble shit going on in your world. I hope sports are on when they're on. We don't want anyone to put anyone in danger and everything. But, good God, if they're on, let's talk about who's going to fucking win. And yeah. why, and this the real reasons why. And uh, that's what you listen to this show for. Let's make some freaking money. Uh, but one thing to appreciate though is and I think that's getting lost, kind of like you know, a forest for the trees type of thing, is yes, one day fans will be back. And you know what? You know what? It was right around the time that this all happened where fans, especially NFL fans, were starting to stay home a little bit more because hell, the TV experience is pretty freaking good. It is okay. You got you know, Sunday Ticket with the coolest football nerd in the world. The first down line. Scott Hansen, the first down line, all that stuff. Red Zone. Check any game you want. Maybe your home game's over. Maybe the Bills are smoking the Jets. And, like, you know what? Uh, you really need those Las Vegas Raiders to come through for you. Uh, so right around the time where, you know, even diehard fans, like, like ourselves, yeah, uh, we're, we're going less to games. way less games. Uh, we used to go to Bills games all the time. And you know this isn't good or anything. What I'm getting at, though, people stopped going to Jaguar is, games like six years ago. Absolutely, you <laughs> know? they're playing in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is that one day they will be back. And you know, as as we're going to talk about in this show, for for betting reasons, that uh, you know some teams are bringing up back, some fans in certain levels of capacity and whatnot. But more than anything, one day it will be normal again. One day we'll have full stadiums, and and moments. That you can't get it. That you can't get it home, no matter how fucking big your TV is. Okay, I saw a jetpack leave from the scoreboard of uh, Bills versus Cowboys on Monday Night Football. I saw the dude land at center field and, and a hula hoop, and it changed my life. Okay, uh, when I went. I went to the Leafs versus L.A. Kings uh, Campbell Conference Finals. Campbell Conference Game Five. Okay, okay. at Maple Leaf Gardens, and. The, 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 fir- the, la- the last time the Leafs had scored to send it into overtime, uh, or the last goal they had scored in that game before overtime, I literally almost got trampled. I was like, I don't know, 93. I was nine, right? And my dad like, had to like save me. He's like, watch out, buddy. Maple Leaf Gardens was tight, tight-knit quarters there, in the, you know? Oh, yeah. So when Glenn Anderson scored the overtime goal, knocked it out of the air to win game five, the closest really they've been to the Stanley Cup since. Um... He lifted me up like, like Simba style because I was about to get trampled again. The whole barn went insane. And I just saw this. I was over the canopy of fans. And I'm sure everyone's got like a couple of sports moments that you, you really, you'll never forget. And no matter how good your TV is, uh, you can't make, remake those. So just like a lot of things in life that we've lost during this great pause, <laughs> uh, when they do come back, They'll be better than ever. So let's not worry about when as much and just, you know, whatever. At some point, it will all be back, and it's going to be fucking sick, and we're all going to go to the games more than we used to because we can again. You don't know what you've got till it's gone.
1: I'm not quite on the other side of the coin, but I'm more always a play-the-hand-you're-dealt guy, knowing that if you stick around at the table, you're going to get a better hand, a fuller stadium. Indeed. Um, So... Yes, I don't obsess over the how, as I'm more into, like, why and let's do this. Yep. But you mentioned Glenn Anderson scoring the goal. Oh, baby. And, you know, the Leafs at home yep. with this surge of intense passion and right. fans right. that were capable of crushing a nine-year-old boy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, by the way, they're capable of a lot worse at most NFL stadiums. Indeed. So, you're going to have these stadiums empty or near empty. Yes, uh, with these capacity issues, none in some places, and these home teams that suck, that are down early. This is a weird, Mike, hot take here, folks. <laughs> Bad teams. Oh, a hot, weird take. Yo, yo you got, you got to <laughs> let me finish before you laugh at the take here. Sorry, I'm. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking we should name this. This is what happens when you don't introduce it first <laughs> you laugh before you're so excited the hot weird hot, weird <laughs> hot or hot weird bad teams at home in the pandemic yes are going to get shit kicked even more because when you're down 14 or 21 early at home and it's the second quarter there's still time there's still 72,000 people that paid to be there that might spark you yep on a sack or a fumble you you don't know what motivates these o-line sitting on that bench they might see a kid in the stands yep who might never get got back there. You don't know the variables when you introduce 72,000 people into a building. Right. You're taking that away from the home team, who already stinks, who's already getting the points. Right. You're going to get teams like Baltimore and KC and teams that could really score the ball. And it's just going to be over at the second half. Okay. Flips. I'm going to be getting to some of that later in the season win totals. Yes. Which is my favorite part of the year. I know. But I'm telling you. Bad teams,
0: the capacity issues. Well, flip side of that, okay, I'm gonna, I, I, we talked about this before the show, and I was like, okay, prove it. And you're like, well, just got, like, it just makes sense. And I'm like, that's not really evidence, but, you know, we'll go with it. I After really finalizing my Hugh picks, I'm calling it the week of the road warriors. However, okay. flip side of your co- side of the coin, same side of the, whatever the fuck we're talking about. Same, same. With you flip. got it. Flip, yeah. Um, good teams at home. Who rely a little bit on that home field advantage that don't have it this year. Specifically, I'm looking at, uh, and we're going to get right into this, uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans without the best home field advantage, especially with Tom trying to run a new offense. Now it's in an empty Superdome, you know? The Superdome with no Saints is far less super. Yes. Well, they have the Saints, just not the people. Buddy, they're fucking, they're weirdos. Do saints, saints fans call they themselves They wear whistles on their saints? head and
1: dress as popes. Okay? They're fucking saints. It's weird, man. They're fucking I, saints. Uh, maybe. I mean, anything goes down You're more religious than
0: me, man. I don't know. I feel like you should apologize for and that my one. My
1: ex-wife was very religious. Huh? Right. Did you know that? <laughs> you didn't know that, right?
0: <laughs> Huck's got a new dog, by the way. Yeah, yo. Bowie. Got- Bowie. Bowie the dog. Whoa. If you got a better dog name than that, folks, send it in on Instagram. We'll shout you out in our story. Looking Bowie for. the dog. Look for look for pictures coming up. Kind of looks like a mini Huck. I don't know what that means, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Big things for Huck. New yeah. dog, new joint. Very giddy, exciting. Giddy up. All right, so Top so, of Bay. So, so
1: hold on. So you're saying obviously advantage, Tom. Yes. Superdome, no fans.
0: Sure. How could it not be? Right? Well, it's 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 not an advantage. It's just better than it should be. Like you, you know, it's so that would, your theory
1: would lend it to, I hope the Bills are on that list. Sure. A, a, a good, not great team. That
0: relies on their home on, field you know, advantage Even when life. they
1: stink, they go 6-2 and two at home. Yeah.
0: Um, Seattle,
1: you know? Seattle. But Seattle's on the road week one, so I'm sticking kind of to week one here. No, no, but I'm thinking the, the season long. So this home team effect, it's going to, I think it'll double down on the, on the bad. Right. And it'll, you know. Hinder the good. Sure.
0: But you still got to play a football game. Like, you know, it's still X's and no, O's. No, no. But I'm, we're talking I'm, crowd I'm, advantage. You're talking about some kid in the stands and... I, I'm talking about Dudes the, with I'm whistles. I'm talking about the variable of almost 100,000
1: people in one building. Yes. You, on any given day... Right. Any given Sunday... Yes. They're capable of lifting a team to, gr- you know, a cover even. Anything.
0: I, I, okay. I'm agreeing with you. I get it. But you said it was the flip side of the coin or something? Okay, what? but I'm, I'm just saying that in... in, in the actual effect they're having is usually crowd noise uh, for the opposing offense. So just let me wrap up uh, that. When I said the
1: Bills should have been on that list, right. good not great. Again, total screw job. This always happens to the Bills. Their best home schedule in a decade, maybe longer. Defending champs, both L.A. teams, Seattle, everybody rolling into the Ralph with no fans. Their season ticket holders been waiting 20 years to win a division since Tom Brady arrived and the window finally opens and there's Shad on. Sorry, Royal, and all the other season ticket holders out there, man. I feel for that, right? Well, wh- wh- what are you gonna blame? Who, are you, what are you mad I'm, at? I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm mad, right, as a member of Bill's Mafia, At right,
0: the world for
1: having a no, pandemic? I'm just, I'm just mad at the situation. Okay. I'm not mad at any one right. person, well, any one entity. But, you know, we've bled. You went to a 6-3 Bills game, Hewlett. Yeah, I know. You're, you fucking bleed. That's great. I know. I know. And now this year was a chance of redemption okay. at all those
0: shitty years. All right. All right. We're not... We're you not, see how passionate this is? We're not going to yell so at, at the virus for the next I said, hour. I, I didn't okay. say the virus. Okay. just stop. All right. T- Tom Brady, T- Tampa Bay. Uh, what I said in the intro was, if you think this isn't going to work, that's a you problem. Okay? You're a hater of some sort. You're sick of... The goat thing. Maybe you're a diehard New England fan, and you just kind of feel uh, betrayed. Whatever it is, uh, don't be surprised when they're four and one after after week five, with the highest scoring offense in the league. Uh, Bruce Arians' offense just had the most passing yards in the league from its starting quarterback, Jameis Winston. Okay, now that that same offense uh, added Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady in a brand new. Uh, starting left tackle, uh, who looks like a beast out of Iowa there. Uh, Hand-picked by Tom. Yes. How special is that? Did you see the the guy? That was amazing. He he looks like a mini
1: Incredible Hulk. He jumped out of his couch on the draft and was like, Tom, picked me. Yeah.
0: And it was cool. What's the Iowa team called? Sorry. The Uh, Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes. Yeah. Literally, he's the Incredible Hawkeye. Program (laughs) shrouded with... Tom issues. Brady to Gronk to Mike Evans to Chris Godwin, uh, OJ bro, the juice. Yeah, OJ Howard. OJ Howard, man. Anyway, don't be surprised when this works and works really well. Also, uh, Madden ran a, a, a simulated season. You know who their Super Bowl was? Hawk, do you know? Hockey hair looks nice today, bud. Um, the Boston Whaler. It is the Boston Whaler wind hair. Yep, wind hair.
1: Uh <laughs> coincidentally, the wind has destroyed my hair, which is usually on point <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, fuck, what were we talking about yo, I'm yo, I'm kind of madden madden, madden, madden. So madden ran a simulation, okay Their Super Bowl was the Ravens versus the versus the Bucks, and the okay. bucks were actually undefeated that was their Super Bowl. The bucks were undefeated for 12 weeks, the first 12 weeks of the season. Now, listen, this isn't some video game nerds. Working something out in some nerd room if you're, like, not a video game guy and you're casting this off, which is why you just looked at your phone yeah. and possibly thought of reading the first book that, you know, maybe since grade six, because I said something about a video game. Now, there's some of the smartest artificial intelligence technology, like, in the world, literally goes into some of these video high-end video games. Um, War simulations are run on the same artificial intelligence. Really? So, now the Ravens have, as you well know, Captain, uh, what's your record for the season? Call Futures bets. Captain Crabcake. Absolutely. Uh, as, you, as you said uh, in our meeting beforehand, the Ravens are playing like a Big Ten schedule this year. They don't leave the greater Baltimore area more than like twice to play their games. Just a really weird way I... it all worked out. They're playing New York a lot. They're playing Philly. Like, all this stuff. Anyway.
1: Um, yo. of the meeting that I set and was the only one to participate in. Right. You go ahead and steal my Big Ten Baltimore line? Sure. That's fucking highlighted and underscored (laughs) on my notepad, folks.
0: The point is, the Ravens got to the Super Bowl based on Madden just figuring out that they have the easiest fucking schedule since, I don't know, uh, that, I don't don't even know, I can't since Sparta.
1: Since Ohio
0: State last year. Right. (laughs) Uh, yeah, since Alabama's every first three weeks of the season. And Baltimore also has a band. So Baltimore. College team. Yes, I like that, by the way. But Baltimore gets into the Super Bowl on Madden Simulation, and Tampa Bay gets in. My Super Bowl, that I'm announcing right now, week oh, one. Oh, my God. And I'm calling it WrestleMania Six. okay? Hogan versus Warrior. Champion versus champion. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In Tampa.
1: <laughs> the Super Bowl's in Tampa. Can't,
0: yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are going go back to go back-to-back right in front of all the wenches. So the, f- so the first Super Bowl hosted
1: by the home team yes. uh, will result in a loss yes. in the
0: greatest WrestleMania match ever. Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Hogan is Brady, Warriors, Mahomes... And uh, I just don't... Yeah, I think in the end, if that came down to it... Anyway, we won't, we won't analyze the fucking game, uh, sure. but... <laughs> I'm glad you crescendoed
1: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl because, you know, not talking Bills to talk Buccaneers O-line.
0: Yeah, I'm, <laughs> dude, I, I'm all in. I wish... I really wish I'd picked Tampa, Super Bowl, Futures, bets, uh before they traded for Tom. Uh, yo. Obviously, we talked about that last episode, Plus forty eight hundred. Then they trade for Tom. Plus twenty four hundred. They're now currently sitting at plus fourteen hundred. And I'm still uh, liking that pick. It's just for a couple of bonus little Super Bowl futures odds picks here. Uh, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers plus twenty five hundred. Tasty. They're a, they're a Super Bowl team. They just didn't have a quarterback or a stud running back last year. Connor's back. Ben's back. Connor's we'll, not. A-list. We'll see how they do. Whatever. Oh, whatever. They, anyway, they might not need it uh Seattle plus 2000 Kansas City who I like to win the whole thing plus 650 but uh you know
1: bad um, odds I'm, I'm, I'm off Seattle now that you mentioned those the marginal home advantage
0: and then Atlanta everyone forgets about the Falcons plus 5000 we'll see how they do okay uh, win totals um so I'm going to kickstart the win totals. Yeah.
1: Favorite part of the you year. Could,
0: you can use any adjective you want to start this segment. You can kickstart well, it. You can launch it. No.
1: You can no. jump it. You told me not to use the word launch. Well,
0: launch, when Mike uses the word fucking launch, it's like a it's going to be a six-minute diatribe that starts with chest hair and his bowel movements that morning. So I'm like, you know what? Let's not launch into anything. Launch well, it, just jump right into it? The
1: fresh Mountaineers got everything on schedule up uh, here. Let me tell you. Um, so
0: there I am. Because you were telling me last night, as we were having some drinks, that, this, that you, 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 you got challenged on one particular win total, and you think you've taken advantage of some people. Uh, I do. <laughs> and the season win total starts
1: with a, you know, a, a hefty jab at the Juggernaut Fantasy Crew, who I went four different bets on the Patriots under 8.5 wins. Okay, I asked everybody who they thought their sleeper team was, and our host, C-Mac. Yeah. Not the C-Mac you're thinking about, Colin yeah. McDonnell. Right, right, right. Thought the Patriots were going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And he had seconds and thirds around the fire. Yeah. I and agree. I stood up, and Viet Lamy challenged all of them to the under bet of eight and a half, <laughs> and got higher betters as such as 200, all the way down to 50. Bottom line, I got $450 on the under with the whole fucking fantasy crew. Fuck fantasy. Right. I'm going to take their money, real money, not fantasy dollars. Yep. And it just – did you see the video of Cam dapsing up his receivers? Yeah, sure. The guy breaks huddle, and it looks like an MMA trainer is training at a, at a kid dojo. It's like when Kramer is fighting the children. All his receivers are 5'8 white dudes that went to Kent State. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm seeing chemistry issues. I'm saying that, that I can say that speak the same language. Okay. I get Cam is motivated. Sure. But I just see this. It's just too much of a juxtapose. And uh, Hewlett, you know, I don't know how long this Brady boner or how far it extends. Does it till his death? Yeah. <laughs> but does it extend party lines, team lines? Are you still, you know, are you abandoning Belichick?
0: Mike, are you a Brady guy? Do you want this under, Mike? Let's hear it. You're a, you're a smart football guy. You know, I mean, you know, we chirp each other a lot, but you're a smart football guy. You see stuff that I don't see. You know, you you and Huck were remembering the Titans while well, I was definitely forgetting them, okay? No. <laughs> Strong side. No, I don't like your quarterback. <laughs> but I got a name for you. I got a name for you that's going to lead to my decision on this um, really, really, really interesting campfire bet you that you made. Matt Castle, okay? The last time that Bill Belichick didn't have Tom Brady for a full NFL season he had some guy named Matt Castle, who right now, I think, does, you know, I think he works the grocery line at some really nice snow first. pretty handsome. Well, regardless. The point is, the last time Bill Belichick didn't have Tom Brady, he had Matt Castle. How many games did he win that year? All right, Jeff. How many? Hey, uh, want, how I many? I really believe he won 11 games. He did. And he it was, did. was the first time an 11-team 11 11 win, win team, team didn't, didn't make th- the playoffs. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's got Cam... Frickin' Newton and those little you're, midgets that you're you were talking so talk- short-sighted. The, the little midgets that you were talking you're about. So one of is a Super Bowl MVP named Julian Edelman. Okay, yeah, and and you're that, right. I shouldn't have disrespected that him. monster that you're that you're talking about. Yeah, he is a monster. And this guy named Josh McDaniels, who has been forgotten as the offensive coordinator, who's won six Super Bowl rings, uh, because because Tom Brady was his success, right? Well, now he's got Cam Newton. He's got a pissed off Cam Newton. Oh, he's pissed. And I'll take, I love pissed off that's, talent. That's the bet. I love pissed off that's talent. The ba- that's the bet. Oh, it's the, great. The eight and a half is. So you've is just you got $450 on Bill Belichick having his worst season as a New England coach in 20 years.
1: You know, you bringing up the Matt guy, I wasn't even thinking about the Matt Castle thing when I made the bet.
0: I you that know what the good. difference
1: is? Yeah. They prepared and had a Super Bowl quality roster for Matt Castle. Right. Brady was supposed to be there all year. Right. They had the best O-line in football. They had the weapons. Sure. Or at least, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, they got the most guys sitting out mm-hmm. uh, for COVID. Okay. They got to step aside. Yeah. Um, they've lost all their stars. Van Noy, Jones, they're all gone. Yeah. Heard this before about New England. Sure. <laughs> but this is, this, is not, this is not the Castle team. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, For the record, the New England season win total is at nine. Yes, that's the other thing. You got a bad number. Uh, But the nine is at plus. So if you think I'm a bet that the—I think that's the worst bet on the board, that the Patriots win ten games to win that bet. Because if it's at nine, that's the push. I think of all the win totals— Ten and six, the Patriots are going to go—I'll bet my fucking life. Oh God! That the Patriots don't win ten games. Oh, this year. that's see, that's a – if there's any look who's talkers. I want to make a big stab at this. <laughs> Does anybody want to kill Mike? <laughs> if you want to take that, they'll actually win ten games. I don't even you mean, win that bet. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that against anything.
0: I, you'll take you. You're gonna die. Uh, I, you're I, gonna, would go, I would crank, die?
1: Up, <laughs> I'd crank up to twenty G's on that. Okay. So if anybody wants to take a stab, okay. At I'll
0: him. get. I, I, how about this? At eight and a half, I'll, go, I'll do a hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 The 20 G's got you gassed up, eh? I'll take 100. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got one. I got two games Huck, against... you want any of that? I got two games against the Dolphins, two games against the Jets, two games against the Bills. Uh, yeah, they're going 4-2 the there. They're you, going 4-2 You think yeah. they're going
1: to sweep both the Jets? One, and of,
0: the, one of the teams.
1: Um, some other teams that um slightly less enthused about yep. on the uh, win total. We talked about the Ravens. Big 10 football you're gonna smoke teams. what are they 11 and a half? 11 and a half folks and it's a plus so just keep people Ravens up. go 12 and four that's a win yeah you're gonna go over that number oh big time I think my might go defeated man what if Lamar gets gets hurt knock out oh, come on what are you doing that again man
0: you always do that in these no, season what I'm saying editions. no what I'm saying is that like there's some teams that will are still just going to be a juggernaut. In rg3 we trust you know what that's true that's true. Yeah, you want I to talk about him. motivation? I can see him coming in. Yeah, uh, nobody runs a college offense, <laughs> right? <laughs> like RG three, so that's plus one twenty five. I'll um, know I'm old by the way when RG four is starting at Baylor. So I'll be, will <laughs> be. Sma- <laughs> that's when I'm like, okay, I'm fucking old. That's RG four. I'm, I'm a smash on that Ravens number, actually. Oh. I, I think they're gonna destroy
1: teams. They're gonna be done with teams halfway through the third. Everybody's going to be sitting, man.
0: They're just going to navy these teams. I bet if we looked running for 400 yards a game. I bet if we looked at this, the, the statistics going back, and we'll do this for next episode. Of all the teams before the season who were predicted to win, like 11 and a half was the number. Yeah, yeah. How many actually go over? I'm just you no, know, yeah, I would love that. Right?
1: There's only two at 11 and a half, the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens is more. I think more schedule based. But anyway, okay, Ravens. Uh, you touched on them: the Dirty Birds. ATL, seven and a half wins. There you go. Over. I like that. Over. This is their last kick at the can with this group. The Super Bowl hangover is officially gone. Sure. Uh, Hey, guess what Atlanta's biggest problem was in the last few years? Winning on the road in hostile environments that do not exist. (laughs) They are playing the hand they're dealt. Yeah, Matt Ryan seems gentle. Oh, my God. (laughs) What a year for Matty Ice. He'd prefer to play football in a library, you know? Hey, well, he's got it. Yeah. He's got it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So there's that. And Indy, over nine and a half. I'm going to sprinkle on Indy over nine and a half. The Colts, weak division. you got the Rivers, maybe his last dance. Jacksonville's terrible. Houston, what the fuck is Houston doing? Nobody knows. And, of course, the Titans, they'll split, right? No big deal. So I think the path to 10 wins for Indy is a lot easier for almost any other team in the conference. I
0: don't know. And it's a plus for me. I disagree, just because look, Philip Rivers in my in my game, yo, they got a stacked roster. Listen to me, listen to me. I know, I know. But in, in my in my world, uh, just quarterback, you know, it has you have that much influence over a game. And the Philip Rivers led Chargers last year was shit, you know. And I just I'm they not they were betting. on their way out. It was a bum stadium. Yeah, I, get I get it, and I love his I love the hand. Co- I, I love their come coach. Outlook. I love Frank Reich. Oh come on! I'm not ready to jump on the Rivers Colts bandwagon
1: yet. Uh, okay, so yo, just to recap that yes. Ravens over eleven and a half, smashing. Atlanta semi smash seven and a half over wins. Indy over and a half nine and a half sprinkle. And I got the juggernauts in Hugh for a, a big slice on the uh, Patriots
0: under eight and a half. Yeah, fuck the vig. Yeah, uh, I love that bet. I trust. I trust Bill Belichick, and I love pissed off talent. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched... I do like that. I don't know if you guys watched Last Dance. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing on Earth. If you didn't watch it over the last few months and you listen to this show... What's it called? The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Come on. Greatest thing ever. Okay. How about the best guy on Earth had to piss himself off? He had to come up with ways to get pissed off, to play pissed off. Well, I got two quarterbacks this, this year that I am going to bet on a lot. Now, the last time I had a quarterback that I liked this much, that was this pissed off, he made me a small fortune when I was bartending at Fanshaw College to the point where I quit bartending uh, the very next night. So what, he got an MVP future? I, when Aaron Rodgers got drafted by the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre had come off like an okay year, a pretty good year, a year in which where you wouldn't have thought he would have been drafted, our uh, repl- replacement would have been drafted for him. The only thing was he was mulling retirement. So they drafted him, and he got pissed off. That fucking next year, he was... On fire, and the Packers weren't that strong of a team on defense, so they were getting these healthy point spreads. And because he was seen on his way down, just like the same way Aaron's sort of being seen right now, you got a pissed off guy who's never understood football more, who's being seen as a guy on his de- physical decline, who knows he still has an arm, and his replacement was just drafted. He's getting three and a half points this week one against the Minnesota Vikings that he's been fucking destroying for a decade. And I got Cam Newton, who the whole world gave up on, and he was the MVP of the league four years ago. And this was no accident. I got, uh, he knows that he can run a different style of offense in New England, and Josh McDaniels has been waiting to run some sort of RPO. This is an offensive genius. So I got a one-year Cam Newton on a prove-it year who definitely wants... I don't know. Did you see what fucking quarterbacks are making lately? Okay? He would love to have an MVP-caliber season and get signed by the Las Vegas Raiders next year for four years and $120 million. Okay? He would love that. Cash it. And uh, I just love pissed-off talent. You can't teach talent, and it's hard to get them going. <laughs> and, but when you know they're going... Man, take advantage, okay? So I'm taking advantage this week in U-Picks and picking two fucking pissed off quarterbacks that are very good. Two former NFL MVPs that have, for some reason, have just been slightly forgotten. Um, Throw another team on that list. Minnesota, good,
1: not great, relied on their home. Yeah. Now a little bit of shine off. There's, right?
0: Sure. I but so I got about your pick. I like. That I don't, pick. But I don't think Cousins is all is all world. I think Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers are capable of being all world, and it takes this type oh, of shit I'm to get them about, back there. I'm talking about
1: Week One. Oh, Week Packers One Packers plus three and a half. Yeah,
0: Packers plus three and a half, baby. Come on, come on. Now, I was the last time you know, I was really sure of, a sprinkle on Matt Ryan to have an MVP.
1: Here's another former MVP that is playing on his terms. <laughs> This is
0: fucking. Oh, this is stuff. We'll is, see. Is this why you
1: don't have a pre-show meeting? Yeah, no, he's you know? no, he's. So a, I can have these epiphanies on air?
0: Uh, no, but he's he's in a very he's in a he's in a very tough division. It's the same reason I like the New England oh, win yeah, total. Yeah, he's placed Tampa Bay twice, and he plays New New Orleans twice, and Carolina's awful. Um, ain't nobody care. How about Deion Sanders going to Barstool Sports? Smart guy. Um. Okay. So we talked about Cam Newton, Bill Belichick, and Josh McDaniels trying to get out of Tom Brady's shadow so we can get back into the... Uh, so you had all that credit. stuff
1: written, and, and you were just
0: waiting for me to drop under on the eight and a half. Oh, I loved and it. you just couldn't wait to go over. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> you don't want to crack that up to 200, yeah, it was like, That was
0: like Ned I Flanders. I not know he had all that. like Ned Flanders, <laughs> Flanders dropping a donut over the hedge with a fishing lure and watching a Homer <laughs> run, into, run into the bush. You know? <laughs> Flanders! That's a solid analogy. I can see your doodle. Okay, Um, Super Bowl prediction right now before I get into into something else. So yours is KC over Tampa? KC over Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an old story, but a good story. I know y'all like the flashy new toy. I got um, Hogan Warrior. Brady Mahomes. They hug afterwards. I feel (laughs) it's Baltimore.
1: I'm not going to pick a winner. I'm just going to pick the final. I
0: knew there was going to be some sort of fucking asterisk. It's it's two, it's two. I
1: can't cross, match up just yet. Sure. You're going to be asking me every week all season. Yeah, I got it. I'll pick the winner in a minute. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore and I think that uh, Green Bay sneaks through with your motivation and Rodgers. They're going to pick somebody up. Interesting. Baltimore
0: Green Bay and you get a great price on it
1: and uh, we'll stay tuned for a winner on that.
0: Huck Daddy Super Bowl week one. Titans. Over. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, remember the Titans this week will be
1: short, Huck. I'm still pissed they didn't pay Tannehill. And uh, I think they actually take a step back.
0: I'm not going to touch their win total, which is 9.5, which is also weird. <laughs> uh, it's, they got an interesting game week one. Titans, Broncos, second part of the doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Oh. This is not my Hugh picks, but this is why we could just you know, briefly touch on it. Everyone's Everyone loves Denver to just kind of explode this year. It's very, very popular pick for like a riser, you know? Drew Locke looked good the last four weeks of the season. Cortland Sutton was already a rising stud, a wide receiver. And they just drafted Jerry Judy. They're healthy on their O line again. They got a defensive coach who hopefully can do something. They did lose some of their secondary. Uh, you know, Von Miller's back, hopefully COVID free. And Yo. we'll see. But that's a tough week one matchup. And I stayed away last second. Uh, I was sniffing Denver, but I stayed away last second.
1: Denver's home field, you're going to get these teams traveling on less time into a tighter space uh, into the altitude. Right. Their, their home field is going to hold serve. Because of the altitude. Yeah. They're sure. coming in a day earlier. Like, all the travel restrictions, the reason they're doing this. What are you shaking your head for, Huckster? Because in the end, they've got to play fucking no, football, Mike. because, like. yo, they come in a day early to Denver yeah. to practice and acclimatize to the stuff. Yeah. We don't know if all those same game day protocols, I can only assume that everything's going to be on a tighter timeline. Right in, into and out of a city, right? That's how they're going to make it work. Same with Arizona. That's an underrated home field. The desert. People get in there. Huck's, and they,
0: Huck's just sorting through the, the tidbits of information and the tidbits of fucking pixie dust. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of our listeners? Yeah, like... Please. Okay. Um, all right, folks, by the way, we love you. Uh, thanks for being a look who's talking for so damn long. Mm. Okay, now, uh, we one thing to take advantage of... This, uh, this early NFL season is how stop thinking about how the pandemic is affecting the players as far as like, you know, bubble family and stuff, and how's it all going to work and all that crazy for even doing it and blah, 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 blah. You're not in charge of that. Stop doing homework. You weren't fucking assigned. Okay. Your homework, figure out who's going to win. And I, I think because of what COVID did to the NFL offseason regard, take the emotion out of it. How did it actually affect teams? Okay. And that, that, I'm leading to this week's Turn of the Week! Hey. Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Take advantage of COVID. we got new coaches, rookie quarterbacks, and a disease that has made everything that used to be in person on Zoom call in the offseason, okay? It's made practices and the entire preseason go away. As uh, a really, really great pro- podcast on the NFL uh, radio network on on Sirius Satellite Radio, Pat Curran was talking about. He's like, "Look, it's hard for an NFL rookie quarterback to come in and get accustomed to an NFL game slash NFL offense just in a regular season. It's really hard. That's why it took Peyton Manning a full season to sort of get get pretty good. It's uh, it's even harder this year. It was harder before they took away the preseason. Now they're taking away the preseason." So, for guys like Joe Judge with the New York Giants, just taking over an entire team with a second-year uh, quarterback and relatively new team. Uh, or Matt Rule with the Carolina Panthers. Gets, loses his defensive captain, Luke Keekly, to retirement. Cam Newton, the offensive captain of the team for the last decade, gone. So, you got some skilled players, sure, but you got a team with no identity. You got Teddy Bridgewater. Hey, great story. Really happy for you, buddy. Good God. I think you're probably the 40th best quarterback in the league. Have no idea how you figured out this contract thing, but uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Still so down on Teddy. Hey, listen. So, Matt Rule, he comes from Baylor University, no NFL experience, gets into the NFC South the new hotbed of the best offensive talent in the league. You just lost Luke Keekley. And uh, Cam's got, what What are you going to do? It's not even your fault, okay? It's not even your fault. I think even your owner is going to give you the benefit of the doubt for being a little bit behind the eight ball this year. Teams like the Miami Dolphins, starting with Tua taglo uh, unless Fitzy starts the first few games. but When he gets in there, he will not be ready. And this is from Pat Kerwin, who, who really likes Tua. He's like look he will just not be ready. We're talking 15 padded practices and it's week 1. No fucking preseason. Normally with all the mini camps and the rookie camps and stuff you've had as a rookie like up to up to 40, 45, I don't want to get into the actual numbers, but you get it. <laughs> to play football, this isn't this isn't basketball where you got four, you know, a couple guys versus a couple guys and you can even just work on your shot and do one-on-one. To practice real football, you need full squads, you need pads. And it's just not enough. So you got to take advantage week one and find the matchups where you got teams that were, were teams last year, same coach, same similar quarterback at least, but most generally not trying to play checkers against a team playing chess. So week one, I got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. Keep in mind, absolutely no home field advantage. Okay, is this is the first ever blend. This is. Sure, but I just want to get into specifically what I'm talking about, Gotcha. because we're trying to ace week one. I got the Las Vegas Raiders uh, week one at the Carolina Panthers. As Mike was touching on, uh, this, this home field advantage, I think regardless of whether you get behind or whether you're a good team who relies on your home field advantage, I think week one, it will be weirder for the home team. It just will be. Because it's not your home barn. It's not like you're walking into your house and all the furniture's gone. Yeah, good point. Okay? You're walking into somebody else's house, and yeah, sure, it seems a little weird, but it's their fucking house. All right? I'm just here to do my goddamn football business. So I think uh, home teams will be at a slightly more disadvantage just feel-wise as far as what it kind of feels like in their home barn. Slightly. Don't, don't fucking smile too much there, no, Weird no, Michael. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm joining along in the realization so of I got, this truth of the week. So, yeah. So I got Derek Carr. And John Gruden, and an offense that's been running for, for, you know, two years. And with slightly more weapons, a couple more units on defense that are healthy again, versus Matt Rule and the, Carol- the new Carolina Panthers that have had 15 padded practices. Good luck. Okay? They also have a new owner. Throw that into the mix. Sure. Well, he was the owner last year. I know, but still yeah, new. Yeah, new Newish. They don't know what they're doing. Put it <laughs> that way. Matt fucking Rule? Yeah. Uh, rule one. Good luck. Speaking of rules. And then, then, said, we got, then we got Pittsburgh Steelers, minus three and a half over the New York Giants. Again, truth of the week, folks, th- th- this, this matters. You got to take advantage of the teams that were hit most by pandemic. And those are the guys starting new jobs. For any of you guys at home, you look who's talking or sitting at home. Did, you, did any of you start a new job during COVID? Nah. Think how hard your fucking job that you already have got during COVID. Think how much more, you know, all these new variables. That thank God you already knew how to do your fucking job because that made doing all this shit over Zoom a way easier. Yeah, well, not for Joe Judge of the New York Giants. He took over New York's football team. He's got Daniel Jones, a guy that might be great, might not be. I'll tell you what, he is. He's jacked up. Whatever.
1: He hit the fucking weights this offseason. Have you seen him? He's ready to roll. It's not always good.
0: Um. I don't want my quarterbacks to look like fucking Clark Kent. I'll tell you what, it is good. He does look like Clark Kent. They're with the no, He's got his eyes are about two centimeters apart. Joe Judge. <laughs> is that the coolest coach name ever? Daniel Jones. Coach Judge. Come on. Did you ever see that statue that that some dude like totally fucked up uh, of Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo? I did. Yes. Where his eyes ha- just they just they put them like two centimeters apart. It's Daniel Jones, real life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see how Danny Dimes does. Um, you know, I read a report, uh, NBC Sports that, uh, he was struggling at practice and the actual, the backups kind of making him look bad. Now I hate taking that stuff and like making like almost a, a solid opinion out of it. I mean, who knows? We all, we all have shitty practices. So yes. yeah, you, 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 know, <laughs> you, you practices, just fucking folks. mailed in a couple of times. <laughs> Angela, are you even going to fucking pull your hockey pants up? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I think
1: you're talking about the football practices. That's uh, when I really you mailed faked it. vertigo one time. <clears throat>
0: It's a tough thing to fake, folks. So I got a ninety in drama. Anyway, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, minus three and a half over Joe Judge's New York Giants. I know you're all thinking Saquon Barkley, big fantasy night. Woo! Yeah, I'll take probably what's the number top three defense in the league, Pittsburgh Steelers with a coach that they've had for 15 years. Uh, with Monday a, Night Football, Monday Night Football. Ben Roethlisberger's back. Weapons are healthy. o lines still nasty. The whole AB hangover's gone. Y'all forgot about the Steelers. They're going to remind you on Monday Night Football. That three and a half, you're looking at it like, oh, this is tasty for the Giants. Three and a half on the road? I think it's a trap. Take the Steelers. You you think uh, the lack of the traveling towels is going to affect the Steelers this year? No. Truth (laughs) of the week, take advantage of COVID, okay? The towels don't fucking matter the disease does especially for new teams new coaches. I like this is why you got to stay away from the Browns. 9 points against the Ravens. That's a that screams Jeff Pick, doesn't it? Not with Kevin Stefanski and fucking 20,000 Zoom meetings, okay? Baker Mayfield was just fucking eating burgers pretending to listen. Cleveland is one of the few
1: stadiums that is going like to uh, about 25% capacity. Yeah. If they put all those people in the dog pound, then that will make
0: a difference Regardless bro If there's people in the stands It will matter That does matter Because just, just the Crowd noise Ambience can, All that
1: shit Can I tell you What I took away From your truth of the week stuff? I, I think you're going to Thank you uh, I think I see you Positioning yourself To make a huge score Week one To set yourself up For the next You know week, Month of betting Well we Where you're seeing This this angle Yes A, a weird mic angle This epiphany of this avenue to make a big score, and then watch everything adjust, the numbers, the
0: lines, what you wager, will you still be up. Rookie coaches, rookie quarterbacks, is what I've been told to look out for by a guy I trust. Like, I just, just listened to Pat Kerwin's show, Moving the Chains, It was like, yeah, that's this is real, this is real, It's for an old football guy. Uh, there's just not enough fucking practices to get everything ready. Wars, uh, are, football's like war, okay? And you can't just string everybody together, and uh, be like, all right, let's go fight the Germans! Remember, remember, we remember we mostly stay in the trenches. Okay, no, it's more complicated than that. Yes. <laughs> All this right. 1912 taught us. Giddy up. Okay, we are going to go right into overrated, underrated, quickly. Okay, uh, Mike, you could add any teams to this list or dispute. Mike is over underrated. You could dispute me as much as you want. Um.
1: So just you you snuck three Hue picks in. You still got three Two. to go. Two Raiders, Buddy, Steelers. If we don't, if you if you don't think the audience knows that you're taking Kay. Tampa Bay, yes, yes. So you got Tampa, yep. the Steelers, yep. and the Raiders. Yes, and three more
0: to come. Well, yes. All right. Okay. So listen, overrated. Okay, there's some overrated teams. Overrated, underrated. Yeah. There's the there's this there's this the singing part of this. <laughs> overrated, underrated. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna stop singing. Okay. Uh, and I know a broken record, and yes, I did apologize to Jimmy, big ass porn dude Garoppolo last year for. Hey, yeah, he did have a great season, okay? But San Francisco's still overrated, and the teams that lose, wow. the teams that lose the Super Bowl in the NFC, in the NFC, never have a great year the next year. They just don't. They're so hungry to get back. They feel like they just got to, you know, stay on the train. And in San Francisco's case, well, that's we're just going to keep running the ball and doing play action. Jimmy Garoppolo beat the Vikings in the playoffs, and I think he threw it five times, okay? Let's not get it twisted, okay? He's not a top-tier quarterback, and I think in the end that's going to matter, especially in this Super Bowl hangover year. So watch out for San Francisco. Indianapolis Colts. I don't trust Rivers in his old age. Not everybody's Tom Brady, okay? Old age does get guys, and him being a bit slower matters a lot more he doesn't get the ball out as quick as Tom Brady does. He's older. I like Frank Reich. I like his coach. But everyone's picking the Colts to win that division. Not so fast. Mike. So
1: Colts are overrated. Overrated. Kill the show, Huck. We're done here. <laughs> this
0: crock of shit's going against three of my four season yeah, locks. that's fine. Okay. The next overrated team on my list is the Minnesota Vikings. Very, very even division. They won a lot of close games. Uh... I just don't like Kirk Cousins consistently. This prime time game thing isn't going away. It doesn't. I don't think it ever will. At this point, he, he he's even said that he doesn't mind playing in front of no fans. He likes that. So you're right. That might be better for him. But the games are still in prime time, and he still knows everybody's watching. So uh, yeah, I just don't think there's some juggernaut. So uh, the law of averages tells me that they'll lose more of those close games now.
1: Before you go to underrated. Yep. Um, can I tack on to your? Rams? Yeah. I think every... Or you said uh, I Niners. Sorry, yeah. I, said, I think every California team is going to be overrated. It's a fuck-zoo over there, man. They got real issues a with the stadium. <laughs> the state is on fire. COVID's out of control. The homelessness is insane. Every California team... Is overrated this year. I, I love the Chargers. Nobody yes. loves Tyrod Taylor more than this guy, really. and all they've
0: done. I've been back in that mini stadium. They've been rocking. You've been back in Tyrod Taylor two years past <laughs> when you knew you shouldn't. <laughs> out of spite. Out yes. of spite back. Spite back. <laughs> yeah. Um, spite back. Fox to
1: California. I think here's a weird angle. All the California teams overrated. Too much flux. Too many variables. New stadiums. Super Bowl hangovers. Fires. Everything. I'm not blaming the pandemic. I'm just just throwing it out there. Yeah. It's part of their equation more than it is. Plus, they got the worst travel when they got to go east. Yep. They got less time to adjust to the time zone. The Chargers play five East Coast games. The most in 20 years for any team. In a pandemic, in a new
0: stadium with their state on fire. Sorry. They should be... They're actually pretty used to not playing in front of fans, though. Like, as... You know, uh, oh, a many, many memes pages. The equalizer. equalizer. Uh, yeah, watch out for the Chargers. I think they'll be good. I also like Sean McVay on a prove-it year, but uh, I don't like Goff, so we'll see. I didn't put the Rams on this list because I feel like they'll finish kind of right in the middle. Because the Rams are on my list. Uh, overrated. Dallas, but not with their entire team. Just quarterback-coach combo. I don't like Dak. I don't like McCarthy in his first year, first game. Everyone's just thinking he's just going to start to roll with his Dallas team. I don't know if you remember his Packers offense in his last year. It was pretty fucking boring. And he had Aaron Rodgers. Now he's got Dak Prescott. What are you guys all seeing that I don't see? I think he's got good weapons. I think their defense has some, you know, really good players. But uh, this is an 8-8 team. I'm saying it right now. The Dallas 8-8s. But one thing I do like about Jerry is he's going to push that fucking capacity to whatever he can. (laughs) Huck was talking about capacity before the game, and I think – I think uh, what are they half capacity? Or no, no, a quarter uh, capacity. Dallas
1: is going to be pushing forty percent. Forty percent, which
0: tilts the scale into making a difference. And I believe that Jerry Jones has like he, you know, one hand up the governor of Texas's ass, kind of oh, talking for him. Love me some like, Jerry. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's like, look, we're, we we go. Going- Whatever they let, it, whatever they allow us to do safely, we we're going to do. Plus, plus ten percent. Yeah, plus ten percent. <laughs> plus, don't forget. Not to mention they have they have big screens outside the stadium too. So they'll be just, you might see like a, a four mile wide socially distanced parking lot of people watching this fucking game. And he sells tickets for thirty bucks each. God bless you, Jerry Jones. I throw up in that stadium parking lot. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, Underrated. I know a broken record. Same, same, but different. I said the same two teams were underrated last year. They started off looking good. One guy got hurt, and, uh, well, one team just didn't do quite as good as I thought they were going to do. But I like them this year, and I think you should, too. I like the Arizona Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray in today's NFL with Cliff Cliff Kingsbury's offense and one more year to get acquainted. Man, he throws a beautiful ball. He's a beautiful little mini chipmunk athlete. (laughs) He's uh, he's like Russell Wilson's little brother Who even throws actually a tighter spiral Uh, They just added DeAndre Hopkins Uh, What's not to like I think this is an explosive offense It's the new NFL This is going to work So don't be surprised when it does I like the Arizona Cardinals And uh, I like the week one Nudge, nudge, wink, wink Hey, how are you? Duck, duck, fucking goose There's another pick for you I I I like the Pittsburgh Steelers As I believe I already mentioned Underrated Underrated uh y'all forgot about Ben? I know he looks like the abominable snowbend, okay? But uh, the guy can still throw a ball, he can still take a hit and he's smart. Remember, uh quarterback, it's like it's like chess. He's just better at it now. I am the Yeti. <laughs> he's a big dude. Holy shit, man. Uh that fat free yogurt's not fat free, okay? Uh, I, I feel like the Detroit Lions. Detroit remember, Lions was, was that the one your, I was going to
1: get to. Yeah, same, yeah, same, I, but different. You jumped a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of mine. I, was, I couldn't wait for you to talk about Stafford.
0: Yeah, yeah, Detroit Lions,
1: comeback player of the year.
0: Matt Stafford, comeback player of the year. How about this? Long shot MVP. Whoa. They, they, they still got great weapons on offense, and if he could just stay healthy, I mean, good God, man. He, he, this, is it, this is it for you, Matt. Folks, that was a sarcastic
1: whoa, because Jeffrey's been saying that for a decade. I know. Long shot Stafford for MVP. <laughs> I, you know, they're so close to Canada. They got a little soft spot. They yeah. play on Thanksgiving. Sure. They Nobody feel, hates the Lions. They, it's like how you it's always... It's never going to happen. It's like how
0: you always cheer for the Winnipeg Jets. It's like... It's, they're like the Winnipeg Jets of football. I just put my
1: pencil upside down in my ear. Who am I? Matt Patricia, the worst leader of men in the National Football League. Do we know that, though? I just want Stafford to be a player
0: coach like in Slapshot. You kind of look like Matt Patricia.
1: What? Wait, a little bit. You guys got that stupid black porno mane from you're the, the one, 70s? You're the, you're
0: the one who put the pencil in your ear. I did it to be like him for a moment. It so worked.
1: Like
0: an... <laughs> you're my new Lions beat guy. Yo, before you... you got, you got Mike any more? Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. What's the lowdown and Motown? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got three... You got any more underrated? Uh, y- yes, actually, I do. Uh... <laughs> the new england fucking patriots you idiot we already talked about yeah. this guy the lady boner extends boundaries Apparently, las vegas raiders i like Derek carr to say fuck you to everybody sure and uh, have somewhat of a good year i think he's good enough to do that he's accurate he I, i'd like to take more risks on third down uh prediction Carr shits the bed and our
1: full hero marcus Mariota leads the raiders to the playoffs Huck hockey, yeah. off Mariota,
0: yeah, just like that. Titans,
1: eh? Yeah, good to know. Hockey, Oda. Uh, I'm gonna slip in a weird pick before your final three. It sounds like something you'd say on a date.
0: <laughs> 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 She'd be like, "Yeah, go for it, man." I wish. That's <laughs> my kind of girl. They usually say
1: no, though, Yeah, of course. Um, um, I'm gonna kickstart the weird pick close to home, and you were taking
0: orders. I, I smoked last year. You already said three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you go nuts. I'm halfway through my swing. Yeah, just fucking tee it up. <laughs> no, go, go nuts. I mean it. I mean it. It's a t- you know why I'm doing it? Because you
1: disrespected him earlier in the show. Good. Hey, hey. The weird pick starts with Bill's Mafia I like it. at an empty Ralph Wilson Stadium. Sure. With the same coach and the same defense with the same QB. Minus six at home. Versus the J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. <laughs> the Jets don't know what the fuck is going on. They're on the road. It's the same state. May as well be in a different fucking country for most of that team. Okay? Uh, unfortunately, the Bills have this is a circle game. they got to win this game. Right? Everybody's lauding them the division. 10-6, and 11-5. Hey, we know better in Bills land. you got to win the opener against a shitty Jets team minus 6. It's close till half and a defensive move is the difference. Could could get ugly late. I'm predicting a predict a comfortable cover for the Buffalo Bills week
0: 1 at an empty Ralph Wilson Stadium. I like the pick. I didn't mean to disrespect them earlier. Okay, I just said the New England's got still an easier division than uh than most. If you could look into his eyes right now, it was a sincere I didn't Look, I like him. Jo- I like Josh Allen. I think he's getting better and better and better. What when we watched that Cowboys versus Bills game at Thanksgiving, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah who the fuck do you want your quarterback to be?" Okay, yeah, I want was... Josh Allen. I like him. And uh, I like the pick 6 is weird. I've been going. I've been, you know, we've been Bills fans a long time. That home 6 against the Jets it's always close. Are people still going to be tailgating outside the Ralph? Yes. I don't think you can stop Stop! Like no. sure, the
1: sanction lot will be closed, no, but you,
0: no. You stay in your little parking lot area by your car. You the, play the, your fucking game. Your barbecue, you barbecue. Wow! Yeah, game I like, with I, no game. Yeah, I love buying those like fuck the Jets shirts. There's always the guy wow. that has the fuck the and then whatever teams in town, and then like some funny slogan, you know. Yeah, so I got fuck the Patriots and the rest of the Brady bunch. So I'm gonna make you some
1: money this year. We had an up and down year last year, but. I think the COVID uh,
0: situation is uh, uniquely built to cash some dollars. Well, Hugh picks last year, especially if you were listening in the first uh, two thirds of the season. I made you, I, we made you a lot of money. We were red hot for three weeks there, six and zero, oh, five and one, five and one. Oh, baby. Plus some props picks. We'll be doing that again on Instagram. We'll be doing some uh, props videos for Instagram TV. So make sure you follow us at Hughes Talking. And for every primetime game, you'll be getting a video to give you the props picks or remind you of the hue picks. Spread the word, too. And by the way, we're doing standings this year. So you can direct message us on Facebook or Instagram and send us your hue picks. Okay? And the champion of our look who's talking Hugh picks, will get a package from Team LTD, and we will keep track as best we can. Don't send us more than six picks. Uh... You can send us less if you want, and we'll keep standings like that. But percentage—it's perc- not, not numbers. We're going percentage. You send us a pick—one, two, whatever—ten f- picks. Yeah, percentage. But you got to send. You, yeah, you can't just you can't just send one pick and then retire for the season. And minimum uh, one pick a week. Just so you know, I do not have control of any
1: Instagram, so you will not be getting any bizarre retorts from me. God bless you. Okay, here are my
0: picks. You. Gold pick of the week. The New England Patriots minus six and a half at home versus Brian Flores and the Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tua Tagovailoa Vailoa Miami Dolphins. I don't care. Bill Belichick still pissed. The Dolphins cost the Patriots the uh, extra bye week. Last week, Belichick's like Jordan. When you're the best at what you do, you let things that piss you off piss you off. So you play better or you coach better. I'll take the Patriots. I'll take Cam Newton trying 150% like my boy Two Scoops with American Gladiators, okay? And just having an all-time week one with his boy Julian Edelman. Hopping in for two touchdowns right over the top. He throws for two. He runs for two. Cam's back. The fuck were you sleeping on him? And my silver pick. I got the Las Vegas Raiders and the football team that has always been a football team versus Matt Rule's brand new Carolina Panthers. I'm getting minus one point for the team that I think is definitely going to win. I'll take them. I don't care about the road uh, because Carolina won't have any fans there. Doesn't matter. Christian McCaffrey cannot win this game by himself. I like the Raiders. I like a week one. They know this is the game they have to win. They're in a tough division. They've penciled it. John Gruden's gonna make sure. Here we go. Bronze pick. Take a cliff Kingsbury, the smoothest cat west of the Mississippi. And his brand new offense, uh, plus seven and a half at San Francisco. Again, no real road advantage for running his super complicated offense because he can just communicate. There'll be no uh, home crowd to complicate that and they've done well against San Francisco last year the two teams that did well against San Fran had very mobile quarterbacks to play similar Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson Patrick Mahomes and the Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl um, plus 7.5 way too much Arizona could win this game they'll probably be winning at some point it'll be close San Francisco's great they got a good defensive line they're gonna cause a havoc for M- Murray but he can get away from all that and uh, that boy's determined I like him here we go and my other three picks which you've already heard I'm taking the Green Bay Packers plus three and a half at Minnesota I got a pissed off all world talent Aaron Rodgers who just got his replacement uh, drafted he's going to remind everyone week one why that is nowhere close to happening plus three and a half at Minnesota love it Tampa Bay plus four at New Orleans the Super Bowl is not so super without the Pope Whistlers how about that Mike yeah yeah. big fan of the Pope Whistlers <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my last pick is Mike Tomlin's Pittsburgh Steelers with the abominable snow, Ben. Minus three and a half. It looks like an easy give for Saquon Barkley's New York Giants, but no, 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 I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. Minus three and a half. Love it. I don't think... I think the Steelers will score multiple touchdowns and kick multiple field goals. And I literally see the Giants getting lucky with one or two big plays to Saquon. And uh, that's it. Otherwise... Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers' defense will shut them down, and I think a couple of late interceptions, by one by Minka Fitzpatrick, one by a linebacker, will close the deal. The Steelers love Monday Night Football, and I don't think Daniel Jones does yet. (laughs) Okay, I'm pretty sure Monday Night Football does not like Daniel. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know much about the other one. I don't even think he can see it. (laughs) (laughs) So those are our picks, folks. We'll post them on Instagram. Here's some bonus picks right before the season starts. MVP. MVP picks for the season. There's the odds are changing on all the sites, so you can look it up for yourself. But I like Tom Brady, I like Kyler Murray, I like Cam Newton, and I like Matt Stafford. Give me one as a non, long shot.
1: Give me one non QB. One non QB. Not can win it. Ooh, I like. This that. is my least favorite bet, everyone. I hate Whatever. the MVP. I'm just saying. It's cool though. That's your it's, thing. Everybody's because you're things. predicting
0: someone to have like a a, a a season that's almost beyond what anyone was predicting for them. I'm going to go Cam Newton. He's a quarterback. Oh, sorry. Sorry. NFL MVP. <sighs> uh, I like Christian McCaffrey. You
1: said this guy takes their college game to the next level? They're not going to win enough games. Sure.
0: How about this one? How about this one? Whoo! Whoa. <laughs> Don't do it. Whoa. Uh, Clyde. Alaire, whatever the rookie of the year, <laughs> rookie. No, no, NFL MVP in the the Kansas City's crazy offense. And got back. There we go. He just National runs for Champions. runs for twenty three catches twenty, just season of all time. Y'all want to thank LSU uh, running back, brand new first rounder, Clyde
1: Edwards Alaire. There we go. <laughs> got that uh, Bayou yeah, twist. Yeah, yeah. And
0: Damian Williams just opted out for the season. He's getting True. all the touches. Why not? I'm still nursing that Super Bowl MVP loss. Yeah, I'm just still n- i still nursing my poor canoe paddle from whatever the fuck you did to it this, <laughs> this, this this
1: morning. Yo, the Montreal crew, the Juggernauts, the Hitmen. We appreciate all the support and all the Lukus talkers up here in the Great White North and across the world, where we did. Everybody's back home, right? Finland, Spain, Ecuador, China, Russia. Yep, they're all bunkered down, and uh, we're uh, welcome to be back. Part of your lives. Yeah. The
0: next, what, six months? If you're looking for a place to watch the game, by the way, Turtle Jacks in Port Carly, Muskoka, the the TJ's Gardens. It's got socially distanced picnic tables, the best fucking wings in the world, and uh, great wings. And a whole bunch of uh, HDTVs running all day, all night. Uh, That's where we'll be. Anyway, on behalf of Huck Media, uh, hot, weird takes from weird Michael. Uh, Pat- weird Mike Patricia, our new Lions beat reporter. So you've called me Mike Patricia, Richard Simmons. Yep. Uh, a couple other things we've edited out for your. I'm, dr- I'm drinking my coffee, working on my notes. You're doing fucking aerobics. Like, hey, look at me. That's what you said. Honestly, boys, it's been so good to be back. Giddy up. Have Peace. fun. If you have any questions... Uh, fire us up on Instagram and I'll be doing an Instagram video before the start of the Chiefs-Texans game which we did not touch on too much it's ten and a half it's a big spread I would lean Texans there but uh, I'm not picking against the Chiefs uh, anytime soon they're explosive it's going to be a great game Uh, have fun may the winners be yours and uh, on behalf of all the wenches I think it's going to be a great year down in Tampa Bay if you can't see it look in the mirror Huck Media Huck Media Remembers the Titans, and so should you. See you later.